I didn't, I didn't hear the last part of what you said, but you don't need to repeat it. Now that we're recording. I just said, let's have some fun on this podcast tonight. Oh, we'll dude, talk a little bit about people yeah. and what makes some people. But I'm like, I'm with you, man. It's Tuesday night. The boys are back together. Like, yeah, let's do it. That's what I'm saying, dude. 2024 energy. Like, let's just do it live. No more complaining. It's time. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll just start right now. Today, you are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the Ted. Starring the Ted. Start. The. Uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha. The. Podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the podcast with the host of this year' podcast, the Ted Smith, greatest podcast in all the land, all the land. Uh, on the bottom square, watching the stocks go up and down of late on certain things. Yes, our name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Pump the stock. What's up, boys? Um, my shares of the podcast are down a little bit this week, but over, overall, we're trending up and to the right, which feels good. Um, you know, I've said it before, but it could be our year this year. We're just we're heading in the right direction. I feel like interest rates are on our side. Let's go. Yeah, we got to ride the dip. It's all right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> White knuckle it through the dip, boys. Just, for everyone listening, hold. Oh, hold. Oh. <laughs> Do not liquidate. In the upper left-hand corner, beaming his satellites in from appears to be what is his new art studio. Matt Connor, the producer, <laughs> MCTP. What's up, Matt? What's up, dudes? Good to see you both. Just down here. Yeah. Got uh, got a new chair, too. It's very comfortable. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. nice. Yeah. What are we talking? Say, the chairs. Matt, you remember when we moved over to the new studio, KSW? Mm-hmm. I, those chairs are nice. Yeah. Like, I'm always like, man, I don't know where I, it would look odd just having a random office chair in my house. But I'm like, that chair is nice. I like sitting in that thing at work. Yeah. Yeah. The the chairs were a huge upgrade from one building to the next. <laughs> Can I show you guys something weird? Yeah. What do you got? My little chair. It's like, a, I don't know what you call it, but it's like a little... It's like an ergonomic back chair thing. It's like All this right. weird little yeah. like Japanese kneeling chair. I don't know. And uh, I always feel a little weird about it, but I like it. It's supposed to do some, supposed to help you in some way, but I can't remember what I got it when I was taking my coding classes. Do you, so are you sitting on it or are you kneeling on it? Oh, look so, at Matt. So I'm kneeling like a little Japanese dude. Like my right. toes are curled back underneath me. You know what I mean? Like, does right, that make Matt's, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Wow. <laughs> I just don't know how to describe that to people listening. Matt's up there in the lap of luxury. He's just chilling. He's got the microphone pulled back. He's got arms on his chair. This thing has a built-in leg rest. I don't know if you can see uh, it. See, that right there is why he's the CEO. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he was the CEO sometimes. Like, of course, look at look at this luxury. Living it up. Literally every podcast, we find some way where he actually, it turns out he was living better than us the whole time. Like, we're like, what's that behind you? He's like, oh, I'm in a lake house. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Do we, I mean, does the podcast, should we start pumping money into the Mott Lake uh, collective? Should we, should we sign a guy to an NLI, NIL deal? I Dude, mean, you know, we could. I had a guy reach out to the popcorn shop. We could, we could get a player for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
And like, no offense to this player, like you don't even have to be good. You just got to be on the roster. Well, yeah. you'd be a walk on. But, every, you know, during the season, we expect at least one call in a week. Give us a little update. Well, how's the squad look? Yeah. No Dude, equity. I don't, I don't hate this. I don't <laughs> hate this. Get like a little V patch on their uniform. Oh, no, they can't use that. Maybe like on their practice shorts or something. <laughs> like the lowest level do but you're right like i don't want somebody who's like semi useful like i don't want like a kick returner or something i want like the bench end guard and tackle guy who sits on the end of the bench guards the water tackles people who go for it that damn that's a good one i haven't used i haven't heard that one in a while i remember playing little league the big joke was like what's that kid play like oh he plays left out <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Right. It's too close to home. I'm awful at baseball. That would have been me. Yeah. I was talking to I forget who I was talking to the other day, and they were like, oh, I didn't like baseball because like I could never get a hit and this and that. But I my promised my dad, he said, if you you can quit baseball if you want after you get a hit. So I'm like, Do you ever get that hit? And he goes, Yeah. I go, Did you quit playing? He's like, Yeah. He goes, now I wish I had stuck it out. But he's like, I, I quit playing. And I go, oh, man, I was on the opposite. I remember my brother, in, in a fair way, just being like, you got to lose some weight, get healthier. And he's like, so you could play the field better. Like, you could play second base. He's like, but you can always hit. So right now, they'll find a spot for you in the lineup. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Good eye, Smith. That's right. awesome. <laughs> oh, I also... Man. For the record, I know Cobb and I talked about on the championship edition of the podcast. Look, I still just love that random foursome of us that went to a game together. And I mean, oh. that text thread's live tonight with the yeah. with the news of Will Rogers staying with the dogs. I just looked over. I'm like, who's texting me? I'm like, oh, that's our text thread. Text <laughs> threads lighting up. I know it's some unlikely friendships in there. Uh, it's perfect. Uh, actually, uh, yeah. Yeah, we probably don't need to give more detail than that. Never mind. No, some unlikely do, friendships. It is unlikely. I do need to keep one guy's promise. Hopefully, he wasn't a couple beers too deep when he made it. But I'm like, ah, we're gonna make that work out. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be great. Seems seems doable. Um, we there's no there's no time horizon on that. You know, we could wait till next college season. Oh yeah, and that's that's gonna be a V podcast exclusive. Oh, yeah, that'll yeah, we get like a 30 second blurb or something, whatever. No one knows what we're talking about. Let's move on. We definitely pump the numbers. All right. Did you guys do any resolutions in January? I'm going to guess no, because it never seems like any of us are huge on that. Well, I've been trying to I don't know if this is helpful to uh, I don't know where you're going with this, but I'll offer this. I feel like recently or in the end of last year, I kind of started stretching every day when I wake up just for like two minutes i go through like a little mobility series that i came up with and so i've been trying to get back on that this year and then uh i moisturize so i moisturize my face after the shower those are my two big things so i don't know if those are a resolution or not but there's where we're at all right i mean i guess that kind of is right i know matt's big on the stretching uh routine after uh i was gonna say i always see who's your guy again that i always see doing the crazy stretches oh beard the best you can be amir <laughs> yeah dude i always like too that like on one of the crazy ones he's like do not attempt this yeah he's like i have been doing this mobility stuff for years like do not attempt this at home yeah 
yeah, he's he's a beast. He's he's a big inspiration for me. Um, and yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I'm always messing with stuff and seeing what sticks. Um, you know, those controlled articular rotations that that guy talks about and I learned about a couple years ago. Um, definitely, you know, more of those. And, uh, you know, in January, I always like refocus on like flossing and like not missing opportunities for push-ups and split squats and just like body weight stuff that can just accumulate so much over the next 12 months and just kind of like refocus on those basics uh or that you know those are kind of where i'm at right now physically and then i'm i'm stoked i got a new shower head that you know has way better pressure and apparently filters out a lot of you know stuff from tap water and i gotta change the filter every month now you know it's funny water pressure is a massive deal like yeah the place i had in belltown well that was a condo but like that one was too aggressive so eventually when i started dating somebody kind of serious they were like you got to switch that out like <sighs> it just hurts my nipples every time i take a shower in here She's like, doesn't that hurt your junk? And I'm like, well, it's got to aim pretty far down straight on to get, you know, I'm a short dude. So I was like, all right. And like, it was fine. But like, yeah, you go somewhere with crappy water pressure. Just like, ah, this sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. I feel like the water pressure and also if you get in a shower where the water doesn't get like fully warm. Pretty killer. I'm, I'm a, well, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I always like to close the doors turn the shower like as hot as i can and just let the room kind of get steamy sort of like a ghetto steam shower if you will yeah see if you can see this um but they hold it a little closer might have to roll up your fancy chair oh all right there we go okay yeah so it has a little like self-propulsion fan that just like jacks the pressure way up and ours was pretty pretty weak when we moved in and we just kind of like i don't know got through it for a year and then i saw that and i was like dude i gotta try this thing out and it's been total game changer but that came like i think first week of january so i kind of like pretty stoked to see like Cobb. i know you were talking about the was it a vitamin c or vitamin d shower head vitamin c uh jerry is still out We'll see. I Jerry's did take before, as embarrassing as this is, I did take before pictures of my hairline. So we'll see. I'll let okay. you guys know. Dude, I'm hey. so. Yeah, keep doing it. I mean, whatever you can to keep it, keep it. I've been on the road a long time. I, I've been on the road for six weeks, so I haven't been using it. And I'm I'm flying out in two days, but I'm, I'm trying to get as much vitamin C in as I can. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, oh, I lost my train of thought there. I'm on the road again. <laughs> this is actually a toupee. <laughs> I'm just like, man, where are you going next? I, uh, well, I'm, I'm coming to Seattle, Ted. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's business that needs doing. Well, Saturday, you can find me at the, uh, climate pledge arena, watching the Harlem Globetrotters. Nice. nice. The trotters. I love yeah. that. A little, got a, a nice little foursome going down. So I'm like. I went a couple years ago. I recommend it to everybody. Like, I'm going with my buddy and his kids, but like, trust me, you don't have to be a little kid. The Globetrotters are still awesome. Go see them. Yeah, I always forget you are a big, like, you've recommended the Harlem Globetrotters on this podcast, actually. Big Globetrotters guy. I've never seen them. 
That's so wild to me. Because like when I grew up, we I feel like not every year, but we definitely saw him a few times. Honestly, that sounds cool. I don't know. My dad was into basketball. I'm, I'm surprised we didn't see him. Um, what's the uh, what's like? What's the vibe? It's like fun, or it's like competitive, or like kind of a like you know what I mean? Oh, it's fun. Just like, like there's a fun, fun event. I mean, they keep scores, but I think that like they always play the Washington Generals, and I think the Generals have only won like like they haven't even won ten times their whole life. I don't think. Their whole career. And it's like, yeah, they do. (laughs) Uh, And uh, hang on, I'm going to look it up real quick because I'm like, I know they just beat the crap out of the generals. But like, dude, there's obviously like they keep score, but there's no real rules. There's like crazy dunks and shots from half court. But what will blow you away is the way they uh, the way they interact with the fans. I mean, it's legit funny, and it's like some of the fans I'm sure they saw beforehand and moved down there, but when you see them, you're like, God damn, like this is entertaining. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, just like real showman. I feel yeah. like this this question probably answers itself by the fact that they're on the Harlem Globetrotters, but you think there's anybody on that team who maybe not played in the league, but could could have played like in Europe? or Oh, for sure. There's a lot of good like decent uh d1 hoopers from big schools like maryland had a couple guys for a couple years i know university of washington had a guy so like they're real hoopers and i think they have to teach them all that stuff oh so these are not like trick guys these are like legit basketball players and then they yeah the tricks on top but like these guys in like a five on five would be pretty killer a real you know like i think they would still beat like an and one team nice i'm all about the professor oh dude i all right so the globe (laughs) trotters have 27,000 wins and over nine decades they have lost 345 games <laughs> wow so they do actually lose sometimes that's wild yeah but i think they used to play real teams yeah i think you're right uh they they lost to a fifth ranked michigan state once in a real game whoa yeah so like usually when you see the show they're just messing around with the uh with the with the generals, the Washington generals, but yeah, right. like they, so they used to go out. Chat. Yeah, they'll go out and play real teams. Damn, that's so cool, dude! I'm telling you, it, it is. It's so much fun. You can hear it in my voice. I'm excited to go. I'm like, oh, plus it's cool. It's like ninety minutes or like two hours. Like nice. you know, like they you everybody gets a good seat because frankly they only sell like certain parts of the lower bowl. And it's just like, <laughs> all right, this is pretty cool. Dude, that sounds so fun. I feel like you're going to have an awesome time. Yeah. Also, I always kind of forget that you're a low-key hoops fan because you usually talk about football or baseball, cricket, Formula One, but you do like a little basketball. I do. I enjoy especially college basketball and like I certainly stay up with the NBA. All right. right. I'm getting off topic here, but let's talk a little NBA. (laughs) I'll try. The mem- or the uh, Milwaukee Bucks fired their head coach today, okay? The guy is in his first year as coach. It's the first year that uh, Dame, uh, Damian Lillard has been there. Uh, and their record was like 30 and 13. They're second in the East, and dude got fired today. Like, like Adrian Griffin? Yeah. I'm just like, Jesus, man. 
Like the NBA is insane. Can you imagine the second best team in in Col- oh, look the second best team in college football? That guy got a giant job at Alabama. It's not like Washington fired him. Yeah, I wonder what's going on. And also, he's a first year coach, so like maybe a player had an issue with him or one of the owners. Like, what could this even be? I mean, that's what I'm assuming. Is I feel like in the NBA, if you don't like the coach, you can just be like, "Hey, I'm Giannis. I don't like the coach." Dang. <laughs> Well, it looks like the Bucks have reached out. Yeah, seriously. Looks like the Bucks have reached out to my former barbecue companion, Doc Rivers. I once saw him in a barbecue joint in Austin, my first time in town. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, you never told me somebody. you and Doc Rivers make barbecue together? <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, yeah. I just, I saw him in there and the guy I was with, like, knew exactly who he was. He was like, oh, that's not, I was like, all right, cool. He was scouting some uh, UT players. Yeah, and trust me, I'm terrible at basketball, but all those years working at Coach Wooten's camp, like I can show you how to shoot a jump shot and pass. I'm just not good at it. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, same. Bounce pass, chest pass. <laughs> right? Fake high, go low, triple threat. Well, Stick Matt, you're the fundamentals. Matt, you're a Lakers guy, right? Yeah. Um uh... Historically, I haven't followed this latest iteration with LeBron and Anthony Davis that much. Yeah, I don't think you're missing out on a bunch right now. Definitely not right now. You know, Uh, I watched them win the title in the bubble, but that was just because there wasn't much to watch right then. Uh, Yeah, they won in the (laughs) bubble. And uh, what's I going to say? And they won the in-season tournament this year. Didn't watch a second of that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the NBA, I will say, I don't mind watching the NBA, especially when you get to the playoffs, but there's just, but there's 82 games, like people take time off and stuff. I'm just, sometimes I'm not positive how much the regular season matters in the NBA. And then like, frankly, like I like college hoops, but like, even right now, like I'm just starting to, you know, make sure to watch the game. So like March Madness is dope. And then when you roll in from that into like NBA playoffs and it's like, all right, I am a hoops fan. Oh yeah. March Madness is awesome. I love March Madness and the NBA finals too. Definitely. Definitely good. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff is good. All right. So the reason I started with resolutions is I was like, and remember one year I was like, why don't we do a resolution every month? But like, do we have a word for just deciding you're going to do something for 28 or 30 days? outside of like new year's resolutions or is that just starting a habit i feel like matt would probably have a better insight of this but i feel like they we do have names but they usually are like relative to the thing you're doing like a cleanse you know what i mean all right but but not like a word for the the 30 day like test action what do you think matt yeah, no, there, I don't think there's like a universal one. There's different ones. But yeah, basically like a trial membership for whatever change you're considering. Yeah, I guess I was just thinking about it. Also. It just seems kind of funny because like people can make changes whenever. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm big on the theory of like, don't start on a Monday because I feel like it just puts undue pressure. I was like, start on Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, it doesn't really matter when you start whatever you're changing. Just start it yeah Yeah. i don't remember the date or the day of the week or the day of the month or even the month off the top of my head i don't know the year i started working out seriously yeah this happened i feel like the big one i always notice 
Matt, I'm sure you've seen this being a trainer, but the one thing I always notice is like playing sports for so long, people would always be like, all right, I'm going to get in shape. And then they go to the gym or to the pool to swim or the track and they go buck wild the first day. And I'm like, that is the worst thing to do. I'm like, go like 10%, like go do a little bit and go home. Like just put on your stuff, show up for 10 minutes and go home. Like that's the best thing you can do. Because most people go buck wild. They usually make it back the second day. And most people don't realize soreness peaks at 48 hours. And that third day, people are crushed. People are devastated. The third day and the third week is always the hardest. So go easy. Set yourself up for success. It's a long game. Matt, is that wild to say? No, that's 100% right, dude. Come on. You know what you're talking about. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Pump the stock. (laughs) <laughs> i know third day is a big thing with uh at like addicts too or even booze it's like a lot of people can take like two days off from whatever but it's like that third day for some reason i forget the science behind it but it's like your brain really starts messing with you oh yeah half-life i mean then yeah you you're really because then you're like out out of whatever was going through your veins you know yeah <laughs> brutal i just know that from coffee withdrawals honestly the third day is really tough yeah. I I would just say, you know, I'm kind of constantly like tinkering around to like better myself in different ways, you know, and I just think that's kind of a fun and then like stuff sticks, you know, at different times and some stuff sticks for a while and then it doesn't and, you know, but I'm constantly like open to new things that can improve my day to day existence Um, and so, yeah, like just because something didn't work out, like I I would say shorten that window before like trying again or moving on to the next thing. Like, I don't know, with some basics like eating healthier and hydrating and working out and stuff like you kind of got to figure out how that works for you. But like start small. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of times people have a lot of ideas and they don't really take action on any of them. And I'd say I take action on more of my ideas on how to, you know, be a little bit healthier and better one day at a time. Yeah. There's no called strikes. You might as well try a, a bunch of stuff. I feel like also the more you can just integrate it into your lifestyle where you don't have to think about it, like the, the system, you know, having a system I feel like works. Well, I mean, that's why you practice so much for sports, right? The idea is when you're in there and it sucks, you don't really have to think about it that much. Your instinct takes over. And that's why sometimes when you watch MMA and a dude gets knocked out or whatever and the ref calls off the fight, he'll naturally kind of sprawl or go around and grab the ref's leg. Because that's just instinct to be like, I got to hold on to like grab something. I would also say I would also say, too, like it's always easy when you talk about resolutions and doing stuff to think about the physical. But the mental part plays a lot, too, you know, whether it's going to see somebody to talk to or even just. I don't know, like starting this podcast, right? We're like, no, let's have a fun podcast tonight. Or let's kick some ass. And some days, look, folks, there's some days I, I'm going to work. I'm not in a great mood, but it's like, hang on. We got four hours to shine on a giant radio station in Seattle, right? Like, let, let's, let's, you know, let's lock back in and go kick some ass. Yeah, let's bring it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. Whether, you know, some people might just be sad. I don't know. Maybe you're going through something, but it's it's easy to get that to stay in those kind of bad mindsets. Sometimes it's hard. And look, I'm not saying it's easy to do this or I'm great at it, but sometimes you just got to fight past and go, 
Now, I'm going to be positive today. Yeah, seriously. That and uh, uh, there's like the whole idea of ants, which I just learned about automated negative thoughts, like little things you're saying to yourself over and over that are like coming up from bubbling up from your subconscious. That stuff, like it doesn't change in the short term, but over the long term, like it will make or break you. I mean, everything compounds, you know, whether it's positive stuff you're saying to yourself or negative. And I'm with you, Ted. I think a lot of being happy is just deciding to. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with your hands tonight? Dude, I'm just, uh, well, so I was stretching my shoulders, but now just messing with the light. I was looking at how the um, image looks like. See how it like puts a ton of contrast to my face and looks like all professional when I do my hands in like this versus like that. It like washes out the whole picture. So it's just like, oh, I just noticed that. And I'm seeing like trying to figure out what's going on. So Matt, am I the only off. one? Am I the only one that thought he was giving us like hand signals of like keep talking or stop talking? Or yeah, except I'm giving you like the halo. I'm like cupping my hands around my head. So it's like halo, Ted. Halo. Like keep it. I was like, I I couldn't tell. Cobb's known to. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I thought he was like pumping himself up or like trying to channel his thoughts or certain energies <laughs> with us through it like all those things check out as things that i could see Cobb doing dude honestly <laughs> i think we all think of ourselves as like normal and kind of jokingly we're like oh i'm a weird guy whatever i had it underscored to me by like five different people in the last three months of last year they're like and you know man you're a weird guy i'm like god damn why does <laughs> everyone keep saying that <laughs> so it became now like a little too real and i'm like all right i gotta normalize like i've gone too i've gone too rogue <laughs> well, sometimes too, just like you already lived a little bit of a different lifestyle. And then in Austin, you fully embraced it. So like I told you, my brother, when he was down there, like, right, like you guys are at the game. I forget what you were talking about, like businesses or something. And then like when you left, you just like hopped on a scooter and rode off. And my brother said the other principal with it was like, that's a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Right, My brother loves you. He's like, really? He's dope. He's doing cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a little, it's a little non-traditional, but honestly, scooters, you don't have to worry about parking. You park <laughs> everywhere for free. So just practical, Ted. Plus it's warm out down here. Do you park your scooter on sidewalks? Uh, very, very, very rarely. It's only if it's a really wide sidewalk with like already a bunch of like bike parking and stuff designated, but I would say probably less than three times a year. Um, you can just street park it here for free. Yeah, some dude parked his giant Harley on the sidewalk in front of the QFC. And I was That's just like, Chris, right. I'm just like, dude, come on. And there's motorcycle parking right there. But second oh. of all, it's like if somebody touches it or bumps into it, like there was it was in the middle of the sidewalk. It's like the people have shopping carts. They can't get around like, oh, I won't crap. lie. I was going to give him a piece of my mind. And then when I ran into him in the QFC, I was like, oh, this motherfucker. Is like six seven. Like, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Keep in mind of That's myself. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Matt, you know me. I walked in there like, all right, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure I'm out gonna what kind of this is. I'm gonna let them know. And like, as we're walking down the aisle, in my head, it was just like, don't say shit, man. Don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> don't just say waiting. nothing, Ted. I'm just looking at him like, like, oh man. If he looks down, and goes, what are you gonna do about it? I've been like. I'm nothing, man. You're just you're being an a-hole. Yeah, it's like literally nothing. Uh, yeah, that's for us. That's annoying. Um, 
Yeah, I would say there's very, very rare circumstances where, you know, if it's two in the morning and the situation is right, like I've I've done it once or twice a year, but yeah, very rarely and definitely never infringing on the public thoroughfare. Come on, Ted. Yeah, you know like me when, I used, that. when I used to ride my scooter, like I did it a couple of times in front of Buckley's, but like that was a big sidewalk and it was like close to the road and it was probably like 10 p.m. on a Tuesday or Wednesday, like it, not Saturday night. Or Friday yeah. night. That's wild. That's just yeah. honestly, uh, yeah, hubris. I don't know. Blatant disregard for other people. That That's where my annoyance was. Like, oh, you just think you're so damn important. Dude, that stuff pisses me off, too. That's like, I feel like I'm a pretty cool character generally. That's a way to really get under my skin is like inconvenience hundreds of people for slightly more convenience for yourself. Yeah. And not only that, <laughs> it's like, it's like, dude, honestly, if you had parked in the motorcycle parking, it would have been closer to the front door of my QFC. <laughs> God, some people's kids, man. <laughs> Who raises these kids? They're like, ah. I know some people that do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Ted, bringing back the combo from earlier. Love it. Oh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with some emails. What's Matt in the cop topic? All right, welcome back. Thanks to all our sponsors. Uh, no new uh, product to try this week, boys. No chicken skins. So <laughs> I actually liked that bit. <laughs> they were really good. I just got to order them online. They're not. They're not super cheap. You know how they have that? Um, there's like a YouTube channel that my dad's obsessed with. That's like Irish people try things. And it's like Irish people just like tasting American foods and stuff. I guess honestly, right. I would watch Ted tries things. <laughs> hail and well met boys <clears throat> can you move vertebrae vertebrae by vertebrae while wearing a poncho tough to say but while we're on the subject of health or the cop topic here is a tip for my younger self get to know your breath had i known what uh necessity it could be beyond biological basics who knows how effectively i could have faced life's challenges a tool a weapon a sanctuary i tap into breath awareness for peace of mind confidence and new personal bests for instance there's a guy in a michigan hoodie at the next table to chirp or not to chirp take a deep breath the answer is clear sparta kick that bitch <laughs> thanks again <laughs> for another year of misinformation laughs and the wisdom to know the difference between players and everyone else larp on the weird tattooed barista <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> yeah sparta kick that's awesome. Cobb, I got to tell you, behind your back, you know, I, I will say it to your face, too. I've been telling that story a lot. I was like, my man was on fire. And they're like, what? I'm like, fire, fire. I was yeah. like, I was like, he, like, there was a period where I was like, hey, seriously, man, you can't kick that dude. Yeah. Well, dude, even uh, the other the guy who was on my other side who was with us in our group, uh, I don't want to say his name, uh, was like, uh, you're pretty fired up, man. <laughs> like that was his only comment he didn't say like anything during i was thinking about it later and i was like why did he say that to me like oh i must have really just been been on one yeah people very rarely get under my skin and that guy was he just what what frustrated me ted uh, this is the last i'll say on it it wasn't that he kept looking back at us it was that he was not adequately measuring like his his like um how risky his position was i felt like he was like over kicking his coverage like he he was not accurately like looking at his position 
relative to us, relative to his actions. You know what I mean? It's like his risk assessment was off. And I was like, dude, you look back here like twice and you could go down that whole staircase and it's concrete. <laughs> like you look back here like eight times, like you're just, you have no idea. I just felt like he had, he had no, no sensibility for risk. I feel like that guy's gotten in some trouble before. <laughs> and I kick hard, Ted. I played water polo. <laughs> Trust me, I don't doubt it. That's why in the second half, that's legit. Why I got a little worried. Like, oh man, he might kick this dude if we lose this game, <laughs> dude. That would have been so. Oh my god! Given the group we're with, and we're with like you know, uh, yeah. Given the group we were with, that could have been probably the worst PR of my life. But very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh. Uh. Yep, LARP on the weird tattooed parista. Awesome. Um, what do we got next? It's tough to tell. Okay, since we're talking about the Husky game, greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. It has been one hell of a roller coaster season for us Husky <laughs> fans. From the high of getting to the national championship playoff game for the first time in 32 years to the low of losing badly to Michigan in that game. Uh, I thought it's okay. Uh, oh, I thought it's okay. We have a great coach, and it's not like we have to start over next year. We have some great recruits lined up. We can get there again soon. And now we've hit rock bottom. Our hopes to make it to another championship crushed on Friday as the coach who led us to 14-1 and one left our heads spinning and hearts broken. God, I feel the same way. Um, our coach is gone. Our offense is gone. And our defense is gone. Like a nuclear bomb has gone off at Mont, like utter de devastation left in the wake of his departure. I was so excited to see what our Huskies could do in the Big Ten, and now I'm in mourning, grieving the losses suffered this week and the losses yet to come. It's pretty late in the season to hire a new coach, though one is promised by Monday. Rumors are rampant on the internet as to who Dannon might hire, and the list is very short. Thoughts on who the new coach should be? Uh, and can we win the Big Ten without DeBoer? I really don't think I could sit through another 0-12 season. We need a Hail Mary. Hopefully, Dana can deliver us one morning on Montlake. Ted? I mean, the good news is, obviously, that email is a little bit old, but they hired Jed Fish out of uh, Arizona. He turned that program around very quickly. I mean, they that was a terrible program. Would they have, like, eight wins last year? Like, they, they did good. So he's up here. Will Rogers, the quarterback from uh, Mississippi State that transferred, he just announced today that he's staying at the University of Washington. He withdrew from the portal. So, like, look, when you sent that email and it was it was that Friday, you were right to think it's all over. I think now with Fish in there, getting a couple of recruits, uh, he brought a couple some of his staff up from Arizona. I don't think the I don't think the Huskies are going back to the Natty next year, but I, I don't think it's going to be as bad as a season as people think. And, and nobody's going oh and whatever in Seattle. All right, that, that's not happening. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> to the greatest podcast in all the land, all the land, all the land. Hello, I like football as much as the rest of you, but when fans say things like "f the Cowboys," why do they do that? Are they really passionate about football more than me? I know the basics of football, but to be really hateful about another team, is that just a little overboard, or am I missing the point? Ted? Uh, no. I think it's fine. Like, I probably, like, sorry, if there's just teams like Cowboys, Duke, uh, Tottenham. You know, like, there's certain teams I just don't like. 
So it's not like like I'll still talk to their fans and stuff. But you know what? Fans is a, I'm glad I said that word. That's the other thing. Like Cowboys fans are obnoxious. Duke basketball fans are obnoxious. And when Patriots fans obnoxious. Yeah, I could deal with the Pats fans, though, as at least they've won. Like, so I don't I don't think it's that weird to say you hate another team. Now, with that said, in no way am I in support of getting into fistfights at games or, you know what I mean? Like people doing this and doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you still got to. Like, I think it's okay to use a word like hate there because. Frankly, like some of those teams, like, look, I don't really like the Ravens. I kind of hate them, but I'm also jealous of them. You know what I mean? They run a good program over there in Baltimore. So, I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's part of sports. Ted, I obviously take the opposite tact. I barely care about sports at all, and I almost tomahawk kicked a grown man down a set of concrete stairs. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, violence has its place. (laughs) Uh, can we also stop the trend of breaking a TV when your team loses? I know you're mad, but to ruin a TV over it, a bit excessive. On to another subject. Who's everyone's favorite comedian? I saw Bobcat Gold. Uh, I never know how to say his name. Goldthwaite on Saturday in Everett, and he was funny. There's some dark stuff, but he said it was worth the time. Uh, if you want to know what he mentioned, check out his latest comedy album, Soldier of Christ. Uh uh, take care and hope to see you all at the get together. Stevie, the Packers fan. Uh, I'm with you. I do not fathom destroying your own TV. I never even get burning jerseys. Like you bought it. Like, <laughs> what did they say to Tyler Bass that made him delete his Instagram account this week? Because people were because the Bills fans were getting on him. Yeah. Yeah, that's but- pretty bad. But I saw a lot of the Bills Mafia also donated to his uh to his charity for animals or whatever. Okay. So yeah, like, look, I have no problem saying F another fan base or I hate them, but on the same token, like I'm not going to chirp at a dude and be like, you, you're a horrible human. You deserve to die or something. Cause the dude missed a kick. I mean, right. it's super important, but it's also like, yeah, well, it is sports. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it's all for fun. They're human beings. And without having an opposing team, you have no one to play with play against. Yeah, so like exactly. as much as you hate them, like you get excited for a rivalry game, like you need a rival. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what makes a lot of things in life fun, right? Like it, yeah. nobody wants to be number one because it's like, oh, here you go. It's a flat little walk. Nobody's going to bug you. You get to be number one. It's like, well, being number one is kind of fun is you got to beat the other competitors. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Stevie, one other thing about Bob Goldthwaite, whatever, in the movie Blow, when he does that famous scene and he says, I can't feel my face. That was completely ad-libbed, made everybody crack up, and they had to refilm it like three times. Are you talking? Are you? Uh, he's testing the purity. He's at a bar, and he's like. Yeah, that's not you know, Bobcat Goldwith. That's not? Who is no. that? It's uh, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. No, it's not. It, it is. What? <laughs> testing the. No way. Wait, the guy who was Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. Paul Rubens, he's the dude because they're selling weed. And then he comes back with George comes back with that Coke and he he's sitting at the bar and he tests it. Yeah. And he's like, you don't no. want the guy behind the bar. You ta- you're talking about Derek for real. The character Derek for real is Paul Rubens. That's okay. not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, it's like a guy who's a bartender. Uh, I'll look it uh, up when we do the Matt uh, right. when we do Matt's Matt's sections. So we don't have to say and argue about it. 
Um, okay. Ooh, this is a long one. We got time for a long one, and then we'll just yeah, we'll we'll skip the other two and do them next time. Uh, boys, you ready for a deep email? If your body's a house, I'm amazed that after 41 years, mine is still standing. I picked up drinking shortly after turning 21. Uh, for close to oh, and this was because I was saying uh, treat your body like it's house you're gonna live in for the next 30 years. Uh, for close to 15 years, I was a maintenance alcoholic. I would start drinking as soon as I woke up and kept drinking slowly throughout the day. Absolutely S-faced by the end of the night. For 11 of those 15 years, I was drinking close to a fifth a day. Uh, how I am alive is only by the grace of God. I was given a second chance to be the man that my family deserves. Alcoholism absolutely wrecked my body in the end. Uh, I put myself in the ER where a doctor told me if I kept drinking, my stomach would distend and I would end up dying from, okay, that is a little graphic. Um, throughout all 15 years, I maintained a full-time job despite being drunk or hungover constantly. Um, Okay, uh, I'll be sober five years this March. Uh, California nice. sober, that is. What's up, Matt? Life's an absolute <laughs> yeah. blessing and also so incredibly short. Um, if I could go back. Uh, no, let's see. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to parse through this. Uh, uh, all those horrible times made me who I am. Led me to my beautiful wife and amazing daughter. I put them through hell, but I still wouldn't warn myself otherwise. Um, uh my father gave me a copy of the Tao of Pooh by Benjamin Hoff in high school. I still held on to it, although I never opened it up until I was sober and dealing with anger and feelings of hopelessness. It explains the Tao through the teachings of Winnie the Pooh. And the truth is we all have less control over life than we think we do. When we recognize our own nature, only then do we have the power to change it. When I was drinking, I was swimming upstream. Sober me is on a lazy river with that silly bear just seeing where it takes me. All right. I like it. Hey, I know we said we're going to stop with this one. Look, scan over those other two emails. Is there a guy talking about being a year or two sober? There's one guy sent one to to the men's room. The reason I bring it up is he, Matt, he credited you a lot and was like, well, I listened to Matt and like read this. I think he read the same book and everything. And he was like, I don't know if you guys saw it or didn't read it. So I was like, all right. But either way, I wanted to give Matt his due props on that because the, the dude was like, the podcast, you know, helped me a ton. And I was like. All right. Then he's like, you know, like Matt and this and that. I'm like, yeah. And look, we say it all the time. Like, right. Like, obviously, we started, I started this like to do more stuff and get into the podcast realm. But, you know, sometimes we forget too. It's just kind of the three of us, you know, BS. And it's like, yeah, you never know who's going to hear the voice or hear Matt's story or Cobb's story or my story and be like, oh, there's something I can take from that. Yeah. And credit to Matt. I mean, stopping drinking is pretty tough and pretty rare. And he just, you know, full stopped cold turkey. And it's so funny. Like, we don't even think about that as part of his story or origin now. You know, like it's so far removed that I never even think of him and alcohol in the same sentence. Like, that's pretty wild. You know, like as you just that you get the chance to kind of decide who you're going to become. You know what I mean? Like, like there's this theory that's like the end of time phenomenon. And people always think like we're living at the end of time, i.e. like things are the way they are. And people are like, oh, if I could just go back, I would change that one little thing and my life would be totally different. But people never think about changing that one little thing now so that 10 years from now, their life will be totally different. Yeah. And like, look, I don't know what if there's different. There's obviously different methods for everybody in in recovery and stuff, but I, from what I notice, a lot of the people I know that aren't drinking anymore, they all kind of say the same thing. Like, 
I'm not saying I'll never drink again. I'm just not drinking for now. And it's been this long. Yeah. As opposed to being like all or nothing and like I can never have, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I'm just spitting from the shooting from the hip here. But it seems like most people I know that take that approach seem to do well at it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I think this podcast is like just hanging. It's, it's the equivalent of just like hanging out with my friends at a bar every week. Yeah, yeah. you're not wrong. Look, I just kind of get a, a lot out of that, um, you know, and, and so it's really cool that, you know, in the process of talking about it, and like, COVID's fun, like, we had to have been doing this podcast for over 10 years because I remember drinking the first few episodes. Like, I stopped drinking very early in the podcast. Um, oh, yeah. Like, when we used to have beers at the old studio. I remember. Yeah. What was that, 2013? 2013 was when I stopped. Yeah, in September. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but I, you know, I remember being like, what are the boys going to think? You know, and I was like, you two were two of the coolest ones, like openly early. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a long time ago now. And yeah, I, I definitely, I had a few different, like things that I thought I was going to drink at early on. Like I was like, I'm just going three months. Then I was like, oh, okay, I'll just make a calendar year. And then I was like, okay, I'll go to the Rev and Michelle's wedding and I'll drink there in Vegas. And I just kept like kind of procrastinating on it, putting it off and not drinking. So yeah, I'm stoked that people have, you know, gotten value out of it. Congrats to, you know, both those guys that emailed in. Uh, I always think it's really cool to hear from people like that and, yeah, it's you know, if it sucked that bad, I wouldn't still be doing it. Like I hope I hope over ten years people figure it out. I still like to have, have a good time, enjoy my life. Probably the best procrastination ever. <laughs> exactly. I just I forgot I was supposed to get back to drinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. Oh man. All right. Well, uh yeah, let's check in with what's maddening. Before we get to what's maddening, hey, what's good? What's maddening? Check out what's maddening. It was a super chill weekend. Um, Weather was kind of got a little rainy on Sunday, and then it got really rainy yesterday. Like yesterday was wild with the rain. All right, all right. And so we didn't do much. We just uh, hung out, kind of did some stuff around the house. you know, chores wise and upkeep. Um, I had, you know, I've already talked about that shower head is like, (laughs) that's the biggest thing of the week is like you, you go from like, it was bad pressure. Like I, when we first moved in, because I didn't turn on the shower when we toured the place, when we first moved in, I like emailed my landlord, like the first week, like, we get a plumber out here like is it's not enough water pressure and they're basically like no nah, it's it's fine and then i just adjusted to it and then i was oh. <clears throat> yeah i you know when i when i got the targeted ad i and i saw that like propulsion system that that shower had had in it and it was like 
and we filtered the tap water. I was like, nice, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just kind of uh, got really stoked. And then, you know, it's it's just changed my whole day, like waking up and just having like full ass shower pressure from like, because. Okay, Is it hooked so, up to a battery or electricity? Like, how no, is this working? No, it just takes like the existing pressure and then the fan just starts spinning from that. And then there's really tiny holes. And so there's a bunch of really tiny holes and it just creates this awesome pressure. Even with, I didn't, I didn't do anything to the pipes. Like I'm renting this place. I just put a new shower head on and it's got this little fan propulsion system in the shower head that, and then really tiny holes that shoot the water out. And it's like, yeah, it's great. It's the brand. If you, if you want to look at the videos and look it up, it's, D R I V S E showerhead. That's the brand. And, and like, you're telling me that more water comes out now than did before. So that's the thing is I know it's the exact same amount of water. It just comes out in oh. smaller streams with more pressure. Um, nice. A thousand times better than my old showerhead. And like, did you I'm, keep the old showerhead? Like, do you yeah, have, to, I'm gonna have to put it? it on when I moved out? All right. Uh, and like sucks wow. to move back. I'll take that. I'll leave take my bidet. Like this place will get real normal real quick. <laughs> Damn, that's cold as ice, man. <laughs> I mean, right? That's what I'm saying. It's an apartment. It's like you made those upgrades. Like you don't have to leave them. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. So that's that's been a big win. Uh. <laughs> Just, just morning showers? Or are you enjoying that at night now too? <laughs> Today I got my haircut and I took three. Um, I took two on Saturday. I think just one on Sunday. But um living the I, dream, baby. I love finding a good excuse to hop in that shower now. I dude, we're talking about it, and I'm like, man, shit, I think I might go take a shower after we're done. Like a nice yeah. long hot one. Yeah. Dude, they're great. I've been saying it for years. A heated waterfall in your house. I feel like we're all big shower guys, dude. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's a modern miracle. Truly. Oh, dude. Like as a shower guy, I was just, I was so disappointed in yeah. that old shower head. And I lived with it for a whole year. And that, now that's what I say. I kind of like that you live with it for a year. Cause now you like really appreciate the real return of glory. perspective. Yeah. So, um, Cobb, you've been down in this region before. I know you haven't. I don't think you've spent a ton of time in Palm Desert proper. Um, but have you heard of the place called Keedy's? No. It's like a breakfast spot. Um, okay, right on Highway 111. So we've walked there, I think, two weekends in a row. Um, it's like a mile and a half from our house down the hill, walk up the hill back. Um, and we went there because I was like, I got to get the pancakes. And she's mm. usually a waffle person. And I'm like, what are you talking about these pancakes for? So I get there the first time and they have a waffle on the special too. It's either or. So I had to get the waffle. And it was one of the top waffles I've had. <laughs> I mean, it quickly jumped the rank. You guys know that I like to like declare things the best I've ever had really quickly. This waffle was the best waffle I've ever had. I said it the first time, but I had gotten like a combo where it was just a half a waffle and mm. some other stuff. 
And so we went back and I got a full waffle with strawberries and whipped cream and just like went to All the fixings. Yeah. But I had the pancakes with her too. Like the pancakes, I was like, damn, those are really good. And I had I had, had some of my eggs. I had her pancakes before a bite of her pancakes the first time before I had a bite of the waffle. And I was like, I might have to get some pancakes from here. Then I ordered the waffle. This is the best waffle I've had in my life. It's it's literally like the ultimate place for our age old conundrum of like pancakes <laughs> or waffles. You it's like go a legit to showdown. Doesn't matter what you pick. Go to Keedy's and they got you covered no matter what team you're on. Damn. Hell <laughs> yeah, like dude. That. I'm dev- I think I'm going to be there in March, possibly. I'm, I might try to hit that up. Oh, really? Yeah. Let us know. We'll we'll show you. It's a great place. So, yeah, it was a, it's a pretty chill weekend, but a lot of fun. Watch kept watching that show, Las Vegas. And uh, I had we had that on with the sound. And then I just had the games streaming on my laptop. So I just had my own little personal sports bar <laughs> set up. <laughs> it was kind of perfect. Well, yeah, I was going to say in the games were actually, I mean, the Ravens game in the second half was all Ravens, but like the games were good this weekend. I games was kind of real pumped. I'm like, like, all right, these are actually good games. Games were real good. All right. All right. Well, I guess it's about that time then. Boop, doop, doop, boop, Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Uh, for those of you keeping track at home or who are just curious, Ted is almost always right, but score one for me. Uh, it was Bo- Bobcat Goldwith as Mr. T in the movie Blow. And what he does, it's the scene where he says, I can't feel my face. He's like, I mean, I can touch it, but I can't feel it. It's very funny. I highly recommend it. if you haven't seen Blow, at least pull that clip up on, on YouTube. Also, uh, the theme song to the first Burning Man we went to. <laughs> yeah. The weekend was brand new. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the weekend. I know. The weekend was huge. But now, anytime I hear the weekend, people talk about the weekend, all I can think about is one of my employees trying to convince me that the weekend is bigger than Michael Jackson ever was. And I'm just like, God, just there's no reasoning with the with Gen Z sometimes. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so the Cobb topic. Um this week is so I've been listening to another podcast that's called uh, How to Take Over the World. It's pretty cool. Um, it's right. about uh, ancient like leaders in history and stuff, and just kind of like their life story. You know, people like um, uh, Julius Caesar, Napoleon, et cetera, and just kind of talks through their life and what was really going on. It's cool. It's like a historical take that this guy does. But anyway, I was thinking about that in the context of UW losing their head coach, and so the cop topic this week is who do you think is the greatest leader of all time? Feel free to email us, literally the email, or the podcast, uh, email at thepodcast.com. God, you wouldn't think I've done this every week for 10 years. Um, But, and it could be the greatest leader of all time in your life, in your community, in your state, your country, or somebody who's just all around, all time, badass. Boys? You ready, Ted? I am not. Go ahead. I am. All right. John Wooden. Ooh. <laughs> nice. That's ironic because I was going to go with Morgan Wooten and they were friends. Dude, I, <laughs> I was wondering, I, but I was like, Ted knows a little bit more about like history and stuff. Like, I don't know. He might go with, you know, some some reference that I don't get. But in the sports world, yeah, John Wooden is like the king to me. And then, um, 
you know, get his get his little blue and yellow book. If you don't have it, it's really just like easy read with just like little short blurbs on each page that you can just kind of open up to a random page and read a quick little thing in five seconds and be like better for it. Um, but yeah, John Wooden, you know, friends with Morgan Wooten. I mean, yeah, wrote the forward to his book. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive to me. So the math, the royalty and, you know, John Wooden's all time. Yeah. I mean, it's tough because I know there's military people as civilians. We don't know if we had George or Nick here. I'm sure they could give us some names of, you know, some old school gunnies in the Marine Corps that did something wild or, you know, people showing leadership on a battlefield. But, man, that's a tough one. I mean, I would also maybe go with, like, uh, granted, there's some downsides. Might have been involved with the mob, but, like, maybe, like, a Jimmy Hoffa. Right. Like getting getting the Teamsters and getting those unions so big back in the day. Like that's that's pretty tough, too. You're going up against a lot of stuff. I mean, also, I will say this. I like Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter mm. also a lot of times gets shit on as a president because people are like he didn't get a lot done because he didn't really play the D.C. game and kind of compromise on stuff. He was like, this is what I stand for. That's what I like. And to me, that's like a true leadership. Like he didn't didn't kind of buckle. But, man, that's a tough question. I have so many thoughts on leadership. I. You know, I know nowadays it's a big deal to teach it. I'm not sure everybody is. I don't think that's a terrible thing, but yeah, yeah. In the corporate world, I, I'm just I, I could do without that world. Like, I think it's fine if you're the manager. I think it's fine if you're the boss. But like, let's ease up on some of the leadership talk because like, you're I'm only following you or doing what you say because you're in charge. Matt, great comment in the thread. God. <laughs> it took me a second to place that in context. <laughs> oh, unreal. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ted, I'm with you. They, they, I think management should ease up on it for sure. If anything, you want to be like you're there to be shepherding your employees and helping them and uh, not like, quote unquote, leading them. It's like leading from behind, you know. Right. In the corporate world, I could just there's two terms I could deal without family and leadership. Like there is people in charge and, and they have good ideas. Sometimes, sometimes they have bad ideas. You got to follow them. But like to me, leadership, you know, like sometimes like, look, let's look at a good high school football team or a college team, right? The quarterback's always going to be one of the captains. That's just the way football works. But generally the real captain of that team is somebody who's not the quarterback, right? It's somebody who the other players vote in and he doesn't walk around the room or, or her and ask for it. They just go, we follow that guy. Like we, yeah. we'll follow him into something. We'll take his literally leadership without him telling us to. Yeah, exactly. And I'm with you. The corporations using the term family drives me crazy. You know, <laughs> you're being underpaid if they're using that term. Yeah. I mean, look, on a smaller level, years ago at Meltdown, Cobb and I had a crisis of leadership because it was like, I don't know if it was Saturday, but it was one day on the river. And frankly, the whole crew's looking at Cobb and I. They're going to follow one of us. So we get down and I go, I think we should go left. He's like, we got to go right. I'm like, I don't know, man. I was talking to those, remember those girls last night? They're going left. And he's like, we got to go right. That's where the action is. I was like, all right, man. And then like an hour later, I was like, good call. Going right was the right call. But I'm just saying like, that's one of those times where like, we didn't mean to. They're all just following us. And it's like, well, Cobb and Ted know what's going on. Like, do they? Probably not. Right. <laughs> you Pick listen to this way. podcast and we sound confident, but we are not. Our stock's not even real. Okay. Right. I mean, 
Matt, I haven't seen you recent enough, but Cobdo's like, I said it a few times in Houston. Like, I just get fired up and start walking. And I'm like, somebody just tell me to stop walking in front of the group. I have no idea where we're going. But I've like, seen you do that. <laughs> I've seen He's you a do passionate that. tailgater. Because you walk to work, you got a brisk pace. And <laughs> right. so you just, people are lollygagging. Next thing you know, we're all following Ted. Like, <laughs> But I will say, Ted, you were a like real ass leader, like you were referencing on the team. To for me, I just like realized, like, damn, I really did. Like Ted, I just followed you a little bit, like throughout life, and then you know we became boys. Yeah. And then you're like a real ass influence on me. But like even before I didn't know you, you know, it was like I like the way that guy works. You know, <laughs> I think he's yeah, got thanks, some stuff. Dude you know, figured out. And it's not, it's not all the stuff that like society says you should have figured, but it's stuff that I care about. And so, yeah, you've had a great influence on me, you know, even before we started this podcast. Um, so yeah, thank you. Yeah. And I think all three of us in here have counted on each other and leaned on each other for friendship and leadership at different times. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Good podcast. Leave it on a nice, emotional, positive note. I like it. <laughs> it's our year, baby. <laughs> there goes our thread again. For MCTV, for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.